you know, for years up until that point, because of this car accident, I was in at 14, I'd always been in therapy. I minored in psychology in college. I read so many self-help books. I thought at that point that I knew everything there was to know about personal transformation. And boy, wow, was I wrong. But it's like that quote, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I wasn't ready before then. I really wasn't ready to have my mind blown wide open, my heart blown wide open. I wasn't ready to leap until I was. Welcome to the Magic of Transformation podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zeller. This episode today comes to you in the middle of what I'm calling my COVID vortex. I have gotten COVID for the very first time in 2023. And here we are. And I am looking at this event of me getting COVID as just like a really sacred moment and listening to what this moment has to tell me. And I've had a lot of reflection and a lot of like old memories coming up. And I've just been really moved, honestly, like, I feel like my heart is opening. And, you know, I'm also in the middle of this big transition where I am moving across the country to a different city, and I'm getting ready to pack up all my things once I start feeling a little bit better. And uh, I've just been thinking, been thinking a lot about life and just feeling so deeply grateful for my life and what it has become. And that's a little bit of what I wanted to share today with all of you is a little bit about that journey and about how I've kind of landed on my own personal purpose and how you can find your own. This is a really kind of raw episode coming to you from this COVID vortex energy. And I have to say, I fully believe that if you are listening to this episode at this moment, that it is the exact moment that you were meant to listen and that there is something here for you. So listen to the whole thing because I don't know if what is really here for you, what's really going to move you is at the beginning, the middle, or the end. But listen with your heart open. And I would even encourage you right now to just put you know, your hand above your heart and just say, yeah, I'm open. I'm open to whatever messages my heart wants to show me because that's what it is, right? Like, I'm here just giving you these words, this transmission, but it's you, it's your heart, it's your inner voice of wisdom, it's your energy that is interpreting everything and that is in resonance with things and that will shift and move you energetically however you are meant to be moved while you are listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can check out all of my links in the show notes below, including similar episodes related to this one. You can find all of my offerings at thetransformationschool.com. If this episode really resonates with you, then be sure to share it and pass it along. Thank you for being here. Let's dive right in. I was on Instagram a couple days ago. And I saw this reel by Brianna Weist, who is a really, really beautiful author and poet that really specializes in the field of personal transformation. And at the end of this reel, she said something to this effect. If I died tonight, if I died in my sleep tonight, I would be absolutely okay because I know that I was the person I was meant to be and I know that I did what I was meant to do. And to me, that is peace, to know that I did it. 
And this really, really moved me. And perhaps it's this kind of COVID vortex that I'm in right now of of being kind of sick and having this extra time and space to think. Uh, also, while I'm in this big transition of of moving from my place in Los Angeles to a new city, new state. But it just it really gave me pause. And it really moved me in a deep way. And that's, that's what I wanted to bring to you today is this question of, if you died tonight, if you died in your sleep tonight, would you feel the same way? Would you feel like, Oh, yeah, man, I, I have fully been who I am meant to be. And I have fully done what I am meant to do. Or would there be little bits of you, little parts of you that you know you haven't yet given permission to shine? Or that imposter syndrome or fear of failure have gotten in the way of you taking really big leaps? Or you thought you had more time? I mean, that's that's something that's so common is we think we have more time and so we wait. I get this all the time with people that reach out to me that say like, I really, really want to work with you, but I'm going to wait. And, you know, again, there's, there is such a thing as divine timing and, and the right timing. But I think a lot of times we all, myself included, think that we have a lot of time. And so sometimes we, we put things off and we make, we make up reasons in our head why now is not the right time and why we're settling for less than we deserve right now. And it's interesting because as I've been in this COVID vortex, I've had some old memories come up. And for some reason, one thing that's come up a lot is the car accident I was in when I was 14. And if you haven't been listening to some of my older episodes, because I believe I talked about this on several really old episodes of my podcast, but if you're a new listener, when I was 14, I was in a car accident. I was a passenger and the driver was drunk and my best friend who was in the car was killed in that accident. So this was a very, very horrific car accident. Uh, There were about five or six of us in the car and the driver lost control of the vehicle and we went down into a creek and hit head on into a tree and my best friend was killed instantly. And I saw her, I saw her body. And it was um, not in great shape because of the horrific nature of the accident. And I developed like really, really severe PTSD from this. So I was 14 at the time. And some little parts of this have come up for me over the last couple of weeks. I've just been reminded of it. And the thing I've been thinking about around this issue is how because this happened to me when my my own brain was still developing at the age of 14. Interestingly, this thing happens to teenagers, like teenagers are reckless, right? Why are teenagers reckless? Teenagers are reckless because their brains, by and large, send a feedback loop to them that they are invincible. And, you know, unless a person experienced death, saw death from a young age or in their teenage years, when they're a teenager, they often just don't think it's possible for them to get hurt or to die. And so they do really crazy, reckless things, right? And that notion of invincibility, for me, 
was shattered because of this really traumatic, horrific event that occurred at 14 years of age for me. And so because of that, I have never had a sense of invincibility past that moment. In fact, for me, this kind of notion of like memento mori, like remember your mortality, has been in the fore of my mind every day since. And I think it is because of that experience in part that I don't delay, that I don't hesitate to leap. If I get a intuitive nudge to do something or if I suddenly have a revelation that my life can be better than what it's been before, I don't wait. And the reason I don't wait is because I don't know how long I have left. And I don't want to waste a single moment. Because the notion of me dying tonight is an ever-present possibility in my mind. Most people don't experience life that way, don't think about this. But because of that, they will often live with the opposite notion that their life will continue continue, continue, continue unfolding. And so they put off the healing they need to do, the hard conversations they need to have, the hard decisions they need to make, the leaps that they should be taking. And they make all sorts of excuses like, I don't have time right now. I don't have time. Our problems with time don't change unless we take steps to change them. Our problems with being busy don't change unless we take steps to change them. And what happens is our schedules and the things that we think we have to do in all the ways that we've scheduled our lives end up controlling us and running us. And we end up becoming a slave to them. We end up becoming a slave to the life that we've created. And if we want to change something, if we want to liberate ourselves in certain ways, if we want to create an even bigger, better dream life that we ever thought was possible, I'm talking like your holy fuck, I can't even believe this is happening dream. We have to break free from the prisons that we've created, the prisons of our schedule, the prison of what we think we have to do, the prison of I don't have time right now, the false belief, the false programs, the false perceptions that we're going to have more time to do it later. I mean, most people in their life, they get busier and busier. I mean, it's it's unlikely if you don't have time now that you're going to have more time later. And yet that's a false perception. We always think we'll have more time later. And the reason I'm bringing up time is because I very frequently see people using time as an excuse. Like, well, I can't make a change right now because I just don't have time. Okay, but what if you died tonight? What if you died tonight? I mean, what if you died tonight and you know you're like looking back on your life? Would you be proud of that decision? I mean, just honestly. Or would you would you want to go back to your life and make a change? This is why people that have near-death experiences, basically like the one that I had, are forever changed. And a lot of times they live their lives totally differently. It's like they get this huge, huge fucking wake up call of their own mortality. Some of them also have like mystical experiences and they realize how much time they're wasting kind of asleep at the wheel. There are innumerable ways that your life could be better. 
no matter who you are and what kind of life you're experiencing right now, there are innumerable ways that you could be filled with more joy, more excitement, more creativity, more life first energy, that people can see you more, witness you, value you more. But that will never happen if you don't take steps to get there. It starts with you. It starts and ends with you always. Where are you settling? Where are you saying, like, this is enough for me? And yet, is it enough? Is it enough? I mean, if you were offered more, would you take more? Doesn't that mean that more is available to you always? I've been thinking about purpose. Purpose is a tricky word. But just right now, I mean, if you ask yourself, like, what's my purpose? Do you know? Do you know how to answer that question? Do you know what your purpose might be? And do you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose? Do you feel like you're fulfilling your destiny? Like I'm wanting to get really raw and authentic with you. And I want you to really answer this honestly. Like, do I know what my purpose is? And am I am I aligned with it? Am I fulfilling it in such a way that that yeah, if I if I died tonight, I would be I would be happy with everything I've done, the choices I've made, the person I'm being, because I know I am the person that I am supposed to be. And I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, what I came here to do. Is that something that you can say? And this this has always been like a struggle for me. I mean, I think so much of my life, I mean, I, I don't think I know so much of my life has been this this wild search for who am I or what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And I looked for it in so many places. I looked for it in relationships. I looked for it in religion. I looked for it in my careers. And what I really landed on, not just for me, but this is also what I teach, is your your main purpose above all else is to be you. And yet, it's not as easy as one might think. Because the world has, in a lot of ways, set you up to fail at being you. You have a lot of programs that are inhibiting you from being you, from being the fully free expressed version of you. The, the you that is just creating relentlessly, that is free in the world to be who you want to be, that doesn't care what other people think about you, that is able to be you at any moment in time, no matter who's listening, who's watching. Do you feel that free? Because that is what it's like to be you. And when we have programs that are blocking you from shining, when you have subconscious programs that got programmed into your mind when you were young about who you should be, when all of those people in your life when you were young told you what you should be like and and you learned how to be in relationship based on the relationships that you witnessed and all these things got programmed into our mind. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about programs, listen to some of my past episodes. I will link them in the show notes so that you are a little bit more clear in terms of what I'm talking about. But we all have these programs in our mind about who we're supposed to be. And they're hidden from us 
they're hidden. They're in the subconscious. We don't know that they're there. I have people tell me all the time, like, oh, I don't think that way. And yet their life shows me something different. And that's because these programs are hidden. We don't know that they're there. So we have to do a lot of work to identify what our programs are to free ourselves from them. And only then can you be you. Only then can you really start shining and actualize the deep, deep layers of gifts that you are here to bring to the world and release them, unleash them into the world in an even bigger and more bright, profound way. So I've discovered that my purpose is to just be me, be my most authentic self. And when we talk about being ourselves, there are certain gifts that are innate to us. And when we use some of these gifts, it's generative, like we get energy when we use some of these gifts. And you know what that is? That's the universe showing us, yes. It's like the universe saying, yes, that's the direction you want to go in. Because when you use these gifts that give you energy and that bring you joy, it's a positive feedback loop. You are blessing the world while others are receiving the amazing gifts that you bring. And they're expressing their thanks and their joy back to you. And it's this like positive, amazing feedback loop that just builds and builds and builds and builds. And that's what Brianna Weiss is tapped into. And what she was talking about in this reel is, you know, she's writing these books that are just changing lives. And these people are telling her how these books are changing their lives. And she has this full feeling of joy and, and of a deep knowing. Like, man, this is what I was, this is what I am here to do. This is what I'm here to, like, this is it. Do you have that feeling? I didn't have that feeling for most of my life. I, I didn't have that feeling in my last career. Now, there were definitely like towards the height of my success in my last career of dentistry, when I was speaking and teaching, I was, I was, I had so much joy, like it was really, really fun. But if somebody asked me, like, is this what you were put here to do? I would not have been able to say yes, I would have been able to say, well, I don't know. But like, I mean, I'm having fun doing it. And that's great. And I was being as authentic as I could have been at that time, like as authentic as I knew myself to be. And yet, come to find out, there were these deeper layers of me that wanted to share in a more profound, real, raw way with the world. And I was afraid to. I didn't know how to. I didn't even know where to begin. And in fact, I didn't even know that the desire was within me. At some point, I just came to this juncture where I was like not as happy with what I was doing. And I started getting really, really bored and lacking some of that joy and fulfillment. And I knew then something was missing. But this thing that was missing was me, was deeper parts of me. And that's the secret. That's the secret that I found on my own journey and now coaching so many other people in so many ways, whether it be in my workshop, Your Life's Work which is all about what we're talking about, by the way, or any of my other workshops or one-on-one coaching, what I do in all of my work with people is I bring them home. I lead them back to themselves in a deeper, more profound way. I help them remove the dysregulated nervous system blocks, their programs, their self-limiting beliefs, 
so that they can come home to the truth of who they are on the inside. And so they can start shining more brightly. They can actualize their deepest gifts, talents, and hidden abilities. They can start displaying them in the world and they can start tapping in to that really powerful positive feedback loop that the universe wants us all to be a part of. Because that, as Brianna Weiss says, is peace. Knowing that we are doing what we came here to do, oof, that is peace. Do you have that peace within you? Do you have that peace within you? If your days were numbered, what would you do? At the very, very beginning of this journey where I felt this growing sense of dissatisfaction building in my life and I just knew something was off and something had to change. At the very beginning of this journey, I came across this Mary Oliver poem and this poem is called The Summer Day and I'm going to read this poem and even if you have heard this poem a million times or you have it memorized, I would just invite you to open up your heart today and see what it has to say. Who made the world? Who made the swan and the black bear? Who made the grasshopper? This grasshopper, I mean, the one who has flung herself out of the grass, the one who is eating sugar out of my hand, who is moving her jaws back and forth instead of up and down, who is gazing around with her enormous and complicated eyes. Now she lifts her pale forearms and thoroughly washes her face. Now she snaps her wings open and floats away. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through the fields, which is what I've been doing all day. Tell me. What else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? I remember when I heard this last phrase, tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? something in me just broke open. And it just hit me in a deeper way than before that I couldn't waste any more time not knowing. That I had to set out on a journey of knowing what it was that I was meant to do. That I wanted to feel that feeling that she described of being alive. That I didn't want to go to work and some days not like what I was doing or maybe even every day not like what I was doing. I didn't want to wake up in the morning not excited for my day. I didn't want to feel like I wasn't creating a rippling effect, a change in the world. I didn't want to feel like I wasn't being heard. I didn't want to feel like I wasn't being seen. And I didn't want to feel like, deep down, I didn't know myself anymore. I wanted to know who I was. And I wanted to shine as bright as I could in the world. And that's what started me on my journey of my own shifts and change in a deeper way. You know, for years up until that point, because of this car accident I was in at 14, I'd always been in therapy. 
I minored in psychology in college. I read so many self-help books. I thought at that point that I knew everything there was to know about personal transformation. And boy, wow, was I wrong. But it's like that quote, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I wasn't ready before then. I really wasn't ready to have my mind blown wide open, my heart blown wide open. I wasn't ready to leap until I was, until I was ready. What's the leap that you need to make today? What's the truth that needs revealing? What are you ready to come home to? What are you ready to acknowledge? What are you ready to change? Because you know that this life isn't going to last forever. And in fact, it could end tomorrow. And if that's the case, if that's the case, maybe today, right now, is the moment when you say, I'm done. I'm done with the old way. I'm ready to acknowledge, to admit that I want more for me. And I don't want to waste another minute of this life not being the full, unfiltered me that I have always been destined to become. What is your first step forward on this new journey? It's going to be a different one for everybody. But it always starts with claiming. Claiming that we're ready. Whether it's just to ourselves or out loud or to a friend or reaching out to someone, claiming that it's time, and then keeping our eyes open and putting one foot in front of the other. And then you just keep walking forward. If you have a growing sense in your body, in your bone, somewhere deep within you, that you're meant for more, that whatever it is right now you're doing for work in the world, maybe it's fine, but it's not you tapping into that soul screaming, heart fulfilling, fuck yes energy, then I'm here to help you. Because that is the exact journey that I went on, despite ample success in my last career. I mean, more success than I knew what to do with. I knew something was missing. And that is the journey that I went on to find what I'm currently doing. And that is why I'm so passionate about helping others do the same. You know why? Because that's a confusing time. Hitting this point of recognition of, yeah, if I am being brutally honest with myself, I'm not certain that I know what my purpose is. I'm not certain that I'm being my full, brightest self in the world. I don't feel really fucking lit up and excited to go to work every single day. I don't feel deeply deeply satisfied with the work that I am doing. It doesn't fill my cup up, as they say. If you're experiencing those things, that's where I was, was in that recognition. And now that's what I help people do is I help people find that sweet spot. And I do that by unlocking more and more of you, by removing all the things that are blocking you. And when I went on this journey myself several years ago, it was grueling and it was lonely and I had no idea what to do. I had no idea where to begin and books and podcast episodes were not getting me there and my therapist was not getting me there and no one really knew what I was experiencing 
And even if they did, they didn't have the answers for me. And it was grueling and it was exhausting and it was really tiring and it was really, really fucking lonely. I mean, my family didn't understand me. My friends didn't understand me. No one fucking understood me. I was desperately alone in that search for understanding how to go from where I was, which was, again, very successful in my career and yet not deeply fulfilled with my soul and my heart on fire, how to go from that place of I have success, but what do I do next because I'm not lit up and I don't know what I'm missing to the Brianna Weist of I could die tonight and that would be okay because I've done what I came here to do. What? That was a huge gap for me. That was a huge fucking gap and I had no idea how to close it. And because that, that lonely journey was so treacherous all alone, I developed a really intense passion to help others find a faster way forward than what was available to me. And that is my program, Your Life's Work. So again, even if you really like your job, but you know that maybe like 50% of what you're doing, maybe even 40%, 30% is not what you're going to be doing because it's not lighting you up in the world. And you want more. You want to figure out a way to unlock your gifts in a really confident, powerful way in the world that also makes you money and brings you success and all the things that you want. That's what I'm here to help you do. And at least for right now, I will tell you, this is my number one purpose in the world is to do this exact thing. And I feel so fucking on fire about it. So on fire about it. Because I know how fulfilling this journey can be. I've seen it in my own life and now in many, many students and clients. So if this episode has resonated with you and you're feeling a call to work with me as, as your next step forward, then I would strongly, strongly encourage you to reach out immediately. You know why? Everybody gets these moments in our lives where we feel suddenly really good and really inspired to do something, where we have a sudden idea or like, oh my gosh, I should do X, Y, or Z, or I should reach out to this person, or I should try this. And a lot of times these moments, these bursts of inspiration, they come briefly and fleetingly. And it's kind of like when those moments come, if you could picture yourself on an airplane about to skydive, and you get a brief moment, you're standing at the edge, and all of a sudden, you're like, no, no way I jump, no way I jump. And then you get this brief moment of, but I could jump. And then, oh my God, I would get to see the whole world as I'm floating down and experiencing the wind in my face. And you, all of a sudden in that moment, have significantly less fear, and you're feeling so amazing and lit up and alive. If you wait, and you don't jump in that moment, it's going to pass you by. And you've seen it in your life, haven't you? How many moments of inspired ideas have occurred to you that you haven't taken action in that moment and it's passed you by? And then a week or two later, it's like, whatever. And you just don't take action in that moment. This is why Mel Robbins created the 54321 rule. She says that she dug herself out of a deep, deep depression where she could barely get out of bed by using the 54321 rule. Every time she would think of doing something that she knew was good for her, she would say five, four, three, two, one, and then move. She did not let more than five seconds pass her by because 
neuroscientifically, as she discovered, if you wait more than five seconds, your programs kick in. Your programs that say why you shouldn't dare do that. You guys, your programs that tell you why you shouldn't do things, they're not here to help you actualize your purpose and to be your most authentic self and to live your best life. They're here to just keep you inside your comfort zone because your programs are connected to your nervous system. And if your nervous system is not very regulated or you've had trauma in your past or you've experienced a lot of heartache or hardship or obstacles in your life, your nervous system is probably stuck in a little bit of a fight or flight or shutdown state. And so what's that going to do? That's just going to keep you locked inside your safety slash comfort zone. But that is a recipe for living a life that if you were to die tonight, you would likely not feel like you did all the things that you could have done. And that's not what I want for you. And that's also, by the way, why in my program, Your Life's Work, from the very first module, we start working with your nervous system. We start rewiring your nervous system and changing what your comfort zone state is so that you feel more comfortable taking leaps. Very beginning thing. That's the first thing we do is we start working directly with your nervous system. I want for you what I have discovered for me. But to get there, you have to follow these moments of inspiration because they come fleetingly. And the more stress you are under, the less frequently they come. And so if you are feeling like, wow, yeah, this is really resonating with me. And at the very least, I want to have a conversation to see if your life's work is right for me. Then I would encourage you to check out the show notes, reach out to me via my contact form at thetransformationschool.com or DM me directly on Instagram at Stephanie Zeller Speaks. And for those of you that have already taken your life's work, by the way, I am having students now taking it for a second time. And if that is something that you are interested in, you get a very massive discount for taking it second time around. So let me know if you would like to join the next round and be supported again for another amazing, electrifying nine and a half months. And every single round, people are getting more content and more support. So there will be even more than when you experienced it the first time. For those of you that are feeling like your inspired action or your next step forward is something other than your life's work, or perhaps you're a current your life's work student and you're just thinking about like, what is my next step forward? For you to follow that now, don't wait. When you get those bursts of inspiration, five, four, three, two, one, action, move. Because it's not a mistake that you're listening to this episode today. It's not a mistake that you're resonating with it today. None of it is a mistake. This was meant to happen. So listen to your soul as it is calling out to you. Follow your heart's inclinations. Listen to your intuition as it guides you. And go ahead and take that next step forward towards becoming who you know you were always meant to be.